Welcome to Waveframe. Welcome to Waveframe Podcast. This is where we talk about movies and music. We're going to be talking about a movie today. Uh, it's called Adam's Rib, which I watched it with my mom, and she didn't know what the title of the movie was, and I told her it three-fourths the way through, and it got a laugh. So it's a good title. It's a it's a good title. Um, but yeah, I'm here with Christina Ribbons. Hello. <laughs> I'm here with Isaac DeBoer. You want to... Uh, Talk a little bit about yourself in this movie. Okay, sure. Uh, like who I am or how I know this movie. Let's start with uh, who you are and then how you know this movie. Okay. Uh, as Isaac said, my name is Christina. <laughs> um, I never know to like, what, should I say your name or I should I have be like, and you? or like? No, I and, think it's good to introduce okay, me. Yeah. I think that's fair. And it proves that you remembered my name. So Do you want me good. to give you an illustrious sort of uh, like like uh, background to who you are? Sure. Yeah, that'd me? be great. Okay, be great. great. Okay. I met Christina back in 2016 <laughs> of the... Well... I, wait. It would have been fall of 2015. Oh. Ha <laughs> yeah, ha! It's good to have fact checkers right Anytime. Right anytime. Fall of 2015 is when I first met Christina. And I remember the blue sparkle in her eyes. <laughs> And we were on the Ding. improv. <laughs> we were on the improv team uh, together in that fall, and I, it actually took a while for me to know that you were siblings with somebody on the improv team. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I mean, I didn't exactly uh, upplay that fact because <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be there of my own merits. Oh, and, I always uh, thought you. They were They couldn't there. get him here today, so I'm here instead. <laughs> No, we're good. Um, and, uh, yeah, we were on the improv team for each year. That was kind of our, like, link. I guess maybe we would have been friends, but probably not. Uh, probably not. I'm probably not, but I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're in this reality. Um, yeah, and uh, we were captains together, uh, and we've kept in touch since then. And right now you're in Ann Arbor. I sure am. And you enjoy things like nature and puzzles and music that is like of the oh hello variety sure um sure. i don't know i just like those things probably wouldn't be the first things that come to your mind but no i don't think that would have come up in my in my bio but yes improv a blast yes miss it Loved i do too it. me too recommend yes and how are you in reference to this movie sure yes uh well i've never seen it Really? No, it's a joke. Of course I've seen it. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, I thought you meant like you hadn't seen it uh, before you recommended that we should watch this Oh, that episode. would be gutsy. I was like, Ooh. it feels like you've seen this yes. a few times. No, I've definitely seen it. Yes, I actually, I saw it for the first time in high school. I'm going to say sophomore year. I was in a film class. Oh. We were doing history of film. It was one of those. So, yes, shout out to my teacher, Jeremy Pegg. Love him. <laughs> You can follow him on Instagram at uh, Jeremy Pegg with two G's. <laughs> Wait, really? He does like collage stuff. That's awesome. He's an artist. Anyways, we're not here to talk about yeah. Mr. Pegg. Um, yeah, so we're doing a history of film, and uh, this movie came out in the 40s or 50s. 49, actually. Hey, he did his research. I did some That's research. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, so I had never seen it, obviously, because I just said this is the first time I saw it. Um, 
and I kind of liked old movies, but I also kind of thought they were boring, you know, it's black and white, and <laughs> sometimes they talk weird, and it's like the pacing is always weird in old movies, not yeah. always, um, yes. but I remember that movie, I was like, I genuinely enjoyed that as a movie, and not like, because I thought I should, because <laughs> with, with some classic movies, it's like vegetables, you're like, yes, this is good for me. <laughs> yes. I mean, it all depends on how you prepare vegetables. That's this my is true. firm opinion. Okay, yeah. We've got a nice airplane coming up. Hi. <laughs> but I would say that this movie was pretty like progressive for 1949. Sure. Right? Yes. Right. Yeah. I was struck by that. I think so. Um, but let's just like go over a quick plot and then and then we'll, we'll just say spoilers for this 71 year old movie <laughs> yeah there'll be, there'll, be, there'll be some spoilers yes um actually i so when we finalized that this would be happening and this yeah. is the movie we're gonna watch yes i called my mom because i was like hey mom i watched this movie in high school and uh -huh. i think i know where my notebook is from my notes from that class can you find this notebook so she found it in my closet she's a wizard and i was like send me some pictures Your of the notes that i took <laughs> the notes that i took for this film so if you'll humor me i'm just I, gonna read briefly this whole episode is gonna be me humoring you <laughs> okay here we go 1942 Catherine Hepburn and Spencer Tracy, the two main actors in this film, mm -hmm. star in Women of the Year, first of nine together. Oh. And that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> Are you serious? That's all I wrote I for that entire segment of the class. We watched two movies with these actors, and that's all I have. But I well, just, that's a key point of yeah. information. I thought you were going to say they were like married or something. No, there were probably rumors because Hollywood. But yeah. yeah, it was one of those pairings where... You know, when you're assigned to the studio, you just, yeah. like, crank them out. Yeah. So, but I put my mom through all that work I wanted to <laughs> give her the air time. She deserves <laughs> her time on the podcast. <laughs> yes. But, yes, a plot overview. Yeah. That's well, you were start. deciding between Adam's Rib and... Woman of the Year. And what made you decide Adam's Rib? Um, it was a little bit funnier. Woman of the Year was more serious throughout, which is not a bad thing, but yeah. I like a fun, funny mm -hmm. movie. They do, having, I watched both of them pretty close together when deciding, uh, and they do have some similar themes, oh, yeah. which is interesting, as far as, um, like, gender dynamics and marital strife and competition and things like that, because in both movies, <laughs> spoiler alert, not really, <laughs> yeah. they, uh, both of them work in the same field. Oh, okay, yes, in this yeah. movie they're both lawyers, mm -hmm. just a quick synopsis um there's a lawyer his name's adam yeah is in the title and then there's katherine hepburn i forgot her name Ooh. and they're married um amanda they're, they're in ah, yes because of the song. song that's actually a pretty fun song i really like that song. yeah yeah um and they are both lawyers as we said and uh then well you told me this was a comedy and it starts off with this like harrowing like woman killing or trying to kill her husband it's like i forgot that was how it started too i was like Woo! i was like i was like yeah dad it's a, it's a comedy and then he like closed the door he was in the room next to me he closed the door i'm pretty sure because there's just so much screaming like, ah! like from this woman yeah. and so there's a Different woman who tries to kill her husband who's cheating on her. Yes. And then it becomes like... Well, does she try to kill him? That's kind of a, a driving yeah, question of the Yeah, film. well, okay. 
Well, I will say the facts are this, is that she took a gun and shot him. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so that's not disputable. Not she at took all. a gun and fired rounds on this person while, like, closing her eyes and, like, shielding her face. Yeah, bad form. Bad form. Very bad form. And he gets, like, shot in, like, the shoulder and arm and, like, ear and stuff like that. Um, and so then... It's in the newspaper. The newspaper is a big part of this movie. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the man gets assigned by the, the like state or whatever. Yeah, he's to, a, like the district attorney. Yeah, and he's like, of all the of all the cases I could have got is this one. Oh my gosh! And like, cause he had a, like a little argument tiff sort of thing yes. with his wife in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, saying like she deserves to be in jail or whatever he, he doesn't really sound like this but that's <laughs> no. my old that's 1940s the right era. voice that, actually, that sounds more like her <laughs> yeah you're right Aaron, <laughs> look here adam Catherine Hepburn. But, it's a disgrace <laughs> she, so she thinks like the woman had a right to try to kill her husband because she was he was cheating on her and so then that's kind of the crux of the movie is that yeah. the man has to defend uh the the husband, the husband and then Amanda has to defend the She kind of wife. finagles her way. She does. To take the yeah. Case. No, yeah, she totally yeah, voluntarily yeah, yeah. is like I'm going to make sure that she has her fair yeah, chance in the sun. Yeah. So this movie's definitely very much like um feminist uh I don't like I feel like I should for the rest of the podcast it's just you <laughs> talking about it. So I'll well, I'll shut up. I'll so, I'll let you say what you need to say. I will I will I will say this. The movie is really interesting to me because it's it's not as cut and dry. Because, so, like, Amanda, I think she would admit, like, yeah, you shouldn't pull a gun on somebody. But kind yeah. of her point in her case is that the law is treating the woman more severely than it would a man if he were in that position. So, like, if yeah. a man were to try and stop a homewrecker, is how she yes. phrases it, then it would treat it differently. Whereas Adam, his whole thing is, like, the law the is you can't law. shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah. So, like, regardless of who did it, you can't shoot somebody, which, like, point to Adam. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Adam worships the law. Yes. His understanding of the law. Yeah. And he's always so frustrated whenever he's like, the law is the law, whether it's good or bad. And if it's bad, change, you it. change it. And uh, And he's all like... You are circumventing the law, and you're yes. you're you're like thumbing your nose. Yeah, exactly. You're sitting on the law, or whatever, and like, making a spectacle. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but there's there's one scene in the movie that really does it well, where she's like, "Imagine this woman's yes. a man," <laughs> and then the screen like changes, and it's the woman in like makeup and like a different wig, and she looks like a man, and I'm like, "This is amazing. This yeah, movie's awesome." This is not relevant to the plot, but there's a few just weird scenes. Oh, yeah. Like when the... So part of her point is, again, like women are being treated differently under the law. Yeah. So I'm going to bring in this whole room of women who like yes. don't fit your stereotype of yes. like a weak housewife or whatever. Uh-huh. And, when, and the main woman they give time to is this lady who like works in the circus and she lifts people. Yes. I knew you were going to talk yes. about her. That from years ago, this is the like abiding image in my brain of yes. this movie. And so it'll make a point. Amanda's like you lift my husband or like the defendant or whatever yes. no and the husband's prosecutor like, the husband's like, he's like don't you do that hey you're not gonna lift me <laughs> and he's like talking to the judge he's like this is outrageous this is i'm my rate and like stuff yes. like that yes 
and then the wife just goes to the like woman who lifts things. She's just like, yeah, do it. <laughs> like while everybody's arguing. And so the lady does and like clearly like does not use a form that would be conducive to lifting a man of that lifting a man of that size. No. And it just like looks absurd. It really does. But also like would be super embarrassing. Oh. And I would be super mad. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then like the sketch artist in the courtroom. Yeah puts it in the newspaper or, yes. or sells it to the newspaper or whatever yes. and then he his embarrassing like he's lifted by a woman is yes. like in the uh, newspaper yeah yeah so that's that's a good bridge to what kind of the other main conflict is so there's the conflict of the case yeah was she right was she not was it at yeah. all defendable? and then the other kind of driving conflict is the relationship between adam and his wife mm-hmm. amanda um and and thinking back through it, like it's complicated. It's got some layers. It, do, it does. It's kind of hard to put your finger on, like what exactly is the issue? Because I think there's multiple things happening. Well, there is multiple things happening, but I think I think if I was gonna like boil it down to like one sentence, is that they don't trust each other. They don't trust each other. Yeah. And I think, or or they don't understand each other. Yeah. Because she sometimes in the movie says like. I know deep down that you agree with me. Uh-huh. And he's like, the la's a la. <laughs> and like, they don't, they, they kind of do things to manipulate each other. Right. And yes. they're not just like upfront with each other. Yes. And then they have these like cute scenes where they're in the courtroom and like one of them drops their pencil and then the other one drops their pencil and they both like <laughs> whisper, or not whisper, they like mouth things to each yeah. other under the table, yeah. like the lawyer table. Which is fun, but it actually, it actually, I like, I like what you said. It's kind of complicated and it's got layers because it, it, it actually depicts a marriage, I think, fairly well because there's this horrible, I hate him character in the movie where he tries so blatantly to be Kip or whatever. Yes. His name, let's call him Kip. I I don't care what his name is. Frivolous. He's he's a dirty, dirty man. But he he pretty much the whole time just uh, he's this piano player, like a he's a theater guy. He, he is, lives across the hall. He Adam lives across the hall, and he he loves uh, Amanda. And I hate Flirts his advances. Like it's his job. Exactly. It's nasty. It's exactly. Gritty. And so that's so okay. So one thing they I don't think, trust each other, yeah. right? They don't trust each other. One thing I do appreciate is that. Like, there's points of sympathy for both of them in yeah. the situation. It's yeah. not just like, oh, the guy's a jerk the yes. whole time. Like, yes. he genuinely is jealous for good reason. For good reason! Because she encourages him in the sense that she's totally oblivious that he's actually sincere. Uh-huh. She just, like, likes that he's being friendly. Yeah, the... Um, and it's like, oh, Kip, you're Adam, so silly. Exactly! And Adam's, like, obviously jealous. And she's like, yeah. you're... What, he, he's just having a little fun. He's like, no, yeah. you're having a little fun. You know, yeah. that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting. By the end of the movie, you realize that uh, Amanda's really way more interested in um, Adam, not because they're married so much, but he's, like, interesting. Mm. And, like, that's there's conflict there, and they can mm. argue. But it's it's almost too easy to get Kip because yeah. Kip just wants to yes. be with her so yes. badly. So she'll like sit next to Kip and he'll be like inches away being like, yeah. please kiss so, like His body yeah. language is always like, yeah. exactly. hey Amanda, hey, hey, I was just over here the other day. Um, oh, what are you guys eating? Yeah. Dinner? Can I play you a song? 
I wrote a song for you, man. Except he's not whispering. He's like, I wrote a song for you, man. He's like from the other room playing the song. He's like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And And Adam's like, yeah, exactly. Um, And I I think he infuriated me, which means that the actor did a good job. Very good job. Yes. Sleazeball. Um, But yeah, they they one-up each other all the time and it's like the man and then it's the woman and then it's Amanda and then it's Adam and yeah. I think that's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's a fun film. The, it's super fun. I mean, Hepburn and Tracy are known for their like quick dialogue. Yeah. Um, I the, think the fact the that they did like so nine fun. movies together yeah. makes it better because I was like, wow, they their dialogue feels natural. Yeah. Like the opening scene with them like eating breakfast in bed, reading the yes. newspaper. Yes. He's like groggy and waking up, but yeah. not in like a cheesy movie like, oh, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I, Rubbing his ass. That's one know? of my like, personal so pet real. peeves of movies <laughs> is somebody waking up and they look great. I hate it. And they like pretend that they're sleepy. But you just know they have had four hours of makeup and they were up by 5.45 a.m. Yes. I mean, especially ladies out there, like, take your makeup off before you go to bed because you're going to ruin those lashes. Like, it's not healthy. Seriously. Take care of your skin. I mean, it's fun. I I didn't – we didn't do this purposely. But uh, you're the first woman on the podcast. <laughs> and this is a good movie for that. Yes. It's a great movie for that. Yes. So, like, you know, if I had a male – to, uh, on the episode right now, he would not know that about the lashes. And, there you go. Uh, sleeping with your lashes. Insights. Exactly. Diversity perspectives. We exactly. love it. Exactly. Yes. Uh, but you got some notes here. What, what I do. are some things what you want to make sure we cover? Um, oh, yeah. So, like, there's two central couples, right? Two married couples. And obviously, there's like a ton of contrast between them. Because you could say one interpretation would be okay, Adam is feeling jealous because of this Kip guy. And then also. Like, Amanda's making him look bad publicly yeah. in this court case. Mm-hmm. And so then the flip of that is in this couple that's in the center of the case, which is that um, mm. the man was making the woman look bad by having this affair. Yeah. Um, and so, like, she reacts violently. Amanda says, that's A-OK. Mm-hmm. Adam says, that's not A-OK. And then we see, towards the very end, Adam, at one point, leaves because he's like yeah. i can't handle this you don't respect me you don't respect the law <laughs> yes the laws uh, yeah as we then, covered his god yes uh. and then amanda is like so torn up about all this and is being consoled by kip. everyone's least favorite kip yeah and kip is like putting it on oh, and he's just like slathering. kiss me <laughs> exactly and then there's all these great moments of her like saying something that sounds like she's agreeing but really she's talking about adam and like, yes. not even looking at him and yes. kip's falling around the room like, <laughs> What's going on? Um, and then finally, uh, Adam comes to the apartment and like confronts them. Yes. And he's holding a gun. <laughs> it's so good. I, I said to my mom, he's like, I was like, he's going to shoot her. He's going to shoot her. Because that, you're right. It parallels it so yeah. well. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he's saying, or Amanda's whole point was that. Like, the man who was having an affair had no right to do that. Yeah. And so Adam's like, all right, you have no right to do this. <laughs> yes. And she's like, "And she's like, no, no, you can't. No one should have a right. <laughs> exactly. That was a really good impression, I'm just saying. It really was. <laughs> no, Adam. <laughs> and he's like, that's all I wanted to hear. And then he puts the gun in his mouth, and you're like, this film is taking a turn. <laughs> exactly. But then it's a gun made of licorice. Because yeah. it's the 1950s, and you can get a really I, realistic looking I gun guess. made out of licorice. So he takes um, a bite out of it. I'll have the licorice gun. <laughs> 
Oh, I'll have the coat gun. Like, what other things are there? People who were alive in the 50s, let us know. Was that a thing? Could you do that? Uh, look know. at that cell phone. Nope, it's licorice. <laughs> you just got licorice. Oh, yes. Uh, so that's some interesting symmetry. It was very fun uh, that he, quote unquote, like duped her. Yeah. But... And I'm glad he there was no shooting involved. Yes, that agreed. was that was a great agreed. clever twist. Yeah. Um, it it is interesting. Like she just, I mean, she spilled the beans, saying like, "No one has the right," you know. Right. It and wasn't subtle. It wasn't subtle. No, no, no. But this whole movie is not really no, that subtle. No, not um, But I I do think it can be done well. Like a, a mm-hmm. movie, uh, Twelve Angry Men. Have you seen Twelve no. Angry Men? Um, there's something similar that happens in that. Only it's a little bit more like of a common phrase than uh, like a no one has the right sort okay, of thing. Yeah. Um, but but I, I think I think it was done well. And mm-hmm. I'm glad she wasn't actually having an affair. Yes. Like this oh movie, this movie really does a good job of like being a comedy, yeah. knowing itself well, yeah. even though it doesn't feel like they're not taking things seriously. Right. So she, she is like 100% legitimately concerned about this, uh, the feminist ideal that like men are treated differently than women. Yeah. Um, and, and they don't make light of that. They yeah, don't yeah. make fun of it. And I don't know who the director is, <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't, I don't think it was a woman because, Unfortunately, those were the times. I'm going to look it up. Adam's Rib, director. Um, yeah, it was George Cukor. Here you go, George. Uh, but I want to see if there was a writer. That's true. You know, There were a lot of co-men, um, women writers. Yeah, okay. Time. It was, oh, written by Ruth Gordon and Garson Kanan. There you go. So there Ruth. was a woman writer. That's why it's good. <laughs> I that's why it's good. Uh, oh, yes, man. Yes. I'm so glad, too, because yes. otherwise I would have been severely disappointed. <laughs> like, how did they nail it? Because then, then you would know, like, oh, there's a ghost writer who was a woman, right. pretty much. Somebody's asking his wife, like, hey. Totally. <laughs> hey, what do you, gal, what do you, dame, think about this? <laughs> I sure as heck don't know. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah. I liked how seriously they took it, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. even while having fun with it. Yeah. It's like a marriage where you can go quickly from like a super serious discussion to something so innocuous and funny yes. like uh he was so mad at her and he's like oh like ripping to shreds in court tomorrow or whatever uh-huh. uh something like that and then she like turns off the light and they're like in their pjs <laughs> and she like kisses him Get a little cozy. <laughs> exactly and he's like oh, okay <laughs> There's so many times in the movie where they go like behind yes, a wall they or something, go and then there's like giggling. Yes, exactly. It's almost as if they're like, "Yeah, we do not want to kiss at all." Yes. And then I just imagine them by a mic going like, mm, "Nice." I'm like mm. Russell Fiber. Yeah, exactly. A Foley's like kissing noises. <laughs> exactly. Yes, but I appreciate that. Like throughout, they still genuinely like each other. Yes. They're having a conflict because they are both you know, invested in this thing. Yeah. But they also, like, it's super believable that they genuinely like each other. Yeah, and they're, like, famous actors, but they're not 
he's not Chris Hemsworth and she's not Scarlett Johansson. Yes, he looks like a very normal person. <laughs> yes, but he's handsome and she's beautiful. But they, they, I, in my opinion, they both look like more realistic yes. Hollywood types. Yes, I think that's true. Like they're not ugly, obviously, but it's very fun <laughs> to see true. these. And they're both like on the older side of things. And yeah. It looks like they would have lived life and it makes sense for them to be at that Lawyers, stage in their career. Exactly. Yeah. I also yeah. think it's interesting, just like as a quick note, that having kids is not an all issue. Like in that time oh, period for yeah. her to not have children would have been a really big deal. But at yeah. no point, like no comments were made, like it was just an issue. It's like, so yeah, I'll say that about like, yes, they are competitive. And I guess you could read it as like his issue is that is like with her job, but mm-hmm. it's not because she's working. It's not because she's an ambitious, like top of her class lawyer. It's because of the case that their opponent's in, which like, Hey, fair. <laughs> I, I think some of the best commentary is no commentary. Yes. And they were a little bit more like putting that to the front when they had women, like you said, uh, attest to the court, like, I am so different than you think I am. Like one of the women had so many different... (laughs) An obscene amount of degrees. (laughs) Exactly. PhD in that, MA in that. But it was fun, point taken. And, um, you know... I, I think it's it, – I'm so glad it was a woman writer, female writer, because that makes it so much more, like, believable mm-hmm. and realistic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was surprised that it was 1949 when I looked it up afterwards. Sure. Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, it's by no means a perfect movie. None. Very few are. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> what are the poopy parts of this movie? <laughs> okay. I don't – I don't know if you've – felt this way with other older movies but i feel like the end resolution was pretty rushed i was gonna ask you about that yeah like like i don't think they really resolved their issues no like i personally am not a huge fan of movies ending on sort of a, like a manipulative note right from yes. from the character specifically yes. yep like yes he's using her tactic against which is which is being emotional on purpose like i'm crying yes i'm forcing myself to cry right. yeah so earlier on yeah um i don't even remember what they're arguing about but she starts crying and he's like oh there we go again. it's about the case it's about him not oh, sure. thinking feminism is yes. a thing or whatever um fully or at least not enough to not enough his opinion on this yeah case. exactly um and so she's crying he's he accuses her of faking it it looks like she's faking it so I was like, it could be. I was like, is she bad at acting right now, or is she good at acting badly? Yes, honestly, I don't even remember. But it's then okay. towards the very end, so like I had said, he runs away. But yeah. Then they reconcile. Uh-huh. They're in this accountant's office, going through some tax, something or other. Yes, like divvying up stuff, and uh-huh. then thinking about this farmhouse that they own. <laughs> Other weird scene is when they just like watch home videos with all their friends. Is that a thing that people did? I think so. I it was a super weird scene because because Kemp is just like what commentary exactly. Oh. He's like a YouTuber nowadays, only with like horrible jokes. So there'll be like a a camera like a shake or something, and he'd be like, "What did a cow film this?" <laughs> And all their friends are like, oh. Exactly. And, and they're like tuxedos. Yes, they're all in tuxedos. And I'm sitting in the room like, he is absolutely not funny. He's not funny. And Adam's over there on the couch hugging a pillow, slouched exactly. down, like not having a good time. You and me, Adam. One of the worst things in the world is seeing yourself 
like on film or something being happy and then somebody being like look at you up there and you're like you're so angry and you're like that's not me right now which i mean probably reading too much into this but like it's the same sentiment there of adam feeling like he's being made a spectacle of which Mm. is the same as in the courtroom and he's like keep it private y'all it's my life i'll give them credit for Doing that on purpose. We'll say that's on purpose. That's Anyways, on purpose, yes. okay, so they're in the account's office, and Adam starts tearing up, thinking about this farmhouse. Like, full-on, like, crying. Gosh, like, and, like, was was sympathetic to that, and so then Adam, yeah. or Amanda just totally melts, and so the next time you see him, they're in the bedroom at this farmhouse, and all reconciled, and chatty, and happy, and then, <laughs> and then Adam says, like, oh, I'm gonna be, like, I've been nominated or suggested or whatever to run for... Like a judge seat, yeah, something like as that. the Republican candidate, and mm-hmm. then Amanda's all coy and like, mm, "Have they picked a Democratic candidate yet?" <laughs> and then Adam's like, "You wouldn't." And then he starts pretending to, or he's, well, he's he, like, oh, he's self helped. He threatens to cry. Yes, and she's like, "What?" And he's yeah. like, "Guys can do it too." And then he like shows her. Yeah. And then there's like some quip, and then they close the curtains because they go make love. No, the, <laughs> you know what? You want to know what the quip is? Oh, I the, the quip. The quip is, they're arguing, and uh, Amanda's like, men and women are the same. And because you, we can both cry on purpose. Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, we're not the same. Or or he, he says this, he's like, we might be mostly the same, yes. but there's a little, <laughs> there's a difference. And he like says, a, he's like, there's a French phrase about that. And he says something in French. Vive la différence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, what does that mean? And he's like, thank God for that little difference. <laughs> and then they close the curtain in their like bed thing, like a Harry Potter, like four poster, yes, whatever. Yes. And then it's the end, implying much. <laughs> yes, with like the orchestral fanfare. Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> so yes, I that ending I did not love. Okay, yeah. My mom was like, I'm glad that he was able to like, you know, uh, use what she did against her in a way that, you know, that equality is the it's most. It's a form of equality. Yes, I know. But in my opinion, I'm like, I would rather have a form of equality that like creates a better relationship, right. you know, exactly. than having exactly. this manipulation. Exactly. Because I think he might have actually been really crying in that scene uh, yeah. where he was thinking about the Ooh. farm. Ooh. I really think so because because yeah. you can cry on demand and cry not on demand, yes. you know, yes. out of involuntary things. Yeah. So I think. He might have mastered that, but like, I don't know. It 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 would it felt like something real in the moment. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, and as we've said, like the relationship is believable, so it makes sense that he would have genuinely been sad. Yeah, and he was like, can, like, can we go to the farm? <laughs> and she's like, can yeah, we, yeah, we can go. And, she, and then she's like, well, maybe there's not food there. And he's like, you don't want to go. <laughs> And she's like, no, no, no. We'll make it work. We'll make it happen, Adam. Exactly. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. So that, I, that's my main, like, meh. Yeah. Because I feel like they did a lot of good work establishing and then, like, having, like, convincing conflict. And then it was just like, quip, we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, is it more realistic? Uh, I'm not saying realistic is necessarily inherently good. But sure. is it more realistic that they aren't, like, lovey lovey dovey at the end Mm, i don't know that's a good point like they still love each other i think probably around the same amount in the beginning and at the end yeah so 
I guess the question is, well, it's hard to tell if Amanda's joking or not about the Democratic seat. Let's say she's not. Okay. I think the question is, as a result of what they've gone through earlier in the movie, would, would they handle that competition any better than they handled the court case? Oh, Have did they, they learn anything? Yeah, that's basically my question. I was thinking of a sequel. What would it be called? <laughs> Amanda's Thigh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Saucy. <laughs> yeah, um, let's think here. Would they handle it any differently? Well, I, I guess another question would be, how would they handle it diff- better, in your opinion? So you said yes, and then your follow-up question was how. <laughs> well, I mean, do I think they learned anything? I hope so. I think she would be more sensitive to the making a spectacle of him thing. Do you think he would be? More, I think he might be more sensitive to the, the beliefs that she touts. Yeah, I, I think so. I think there's maybe a little bit, not more respect, but a little bit more understanding of what the other's particular grievance was. I think so. Yeah. I hope so. I... Uh... But, but, but what would, okay, so they would be, but I think maybe just like one of them saying, I'm not going to run might be the way to Ooh, be better yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah. like he said, uh, I want, I'm your husband, not your competitor. Competitor. Oh. Competitor. That's what you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Competitor. And she's like, he called me a competitor. How could he ever say that? And yeah. I was like, that's not that bad. Right. <laughs> like, why is that? Well, so yeah. Bad? So that that's one of the scenes. He says another line in there right before that, which is like, says something about like, I want a woman for my wife, not a competitor. That's what yes, you are. So like, that's yes. a line that I feel like some people would take as problematic, uh-huh. um, which fair. Fair. Um, but also, I think, I don't know, I'm more inclined to take that as, for either party in a relationship, you don't want to, you don't want them to be your competitor. No. Like, in that, that case, uh, it's taking place in more of, like, a trope, which would be that, like, oh, the woman should be the woman and not X, Y, Z. But I think if the roles were reversed, like, I wouldn't want my spouse to be my competitor in that yeah, way. I th- yeah. I suppose it's possible. I don't know. I think it, it is possible to like argue and not be competitors. Totally. And I think it, an easy way to fix Adam's rib too would be to, one of them step down. You know, a great movie. No conflict. Yes. Um, just they're happy <laughs> marriage. they just cheer each other For on. like an hour and a half. <laughs> I wonder what that would be like. That would be just a yes. whole movie. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, but, I, but I think that. Like, have you heard the phrase, um, you shouldn't argue with someone, you should both be against, like, the problem. It's mm. not me versus uh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. it's us versus Ultimately the problem. Ultimately, we're on the same team. Yeah. There's an obstacle we're trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, totally. so, so I think there's a way for them to yes. figure out how to do that. I believe in them. Yeah, Adam, I do, Amanda, too. Amanda, if you're listening, <laughs> we believe in you. Amanda, you're one hell of a girl. <laughs> Look up the song. It's a, really it's a catchy great song. song. If you don't even watch the movie, look up the song. It's called Farewell Amanda by Kip in <laughs> the movie Adam's Rip. I'm pretty sure his name's not Kip. Dang it. Wait, can I look up what his name oh, is? Oh, please do. It's something one syllable. You like, should filibust. Uh, sure. Um, oh, can I tell you my favorite line in the whole movie? Yes, please. All right, it's at the beginning of the court case, um, and they have to go through this process where they pick the members of the jury. And by, you know, American law, they have to be, you know, all X, Y, or Z. And yes. so each of the lawyers, Adam and Amanda, get a turn to, like, interview the prospective jury member. Yes. <laughs> the first guy they have up there. 
I know what you're gonna say. The the barrister, no, whatever his name is, bailiff, whatever. Sure, the yeah. guy who's not the judge, but like makes stuff happen. Yeah. He's asking him all these questions: name, address, occupation. And then the guy goes, "Infant's headgear." Oh yeah. And they just move on. <laughs> he says it so seriously. He's like, "Infant's headgear." <laughs> And they're like, do you solemnly swear? And they just, <laughs> and there's a few other moments like that in this movie. A well, lot then of- the same guy, yeah. she asks him, she's like, do you believe that men and women have equal rights? And he's like, what? And then, and then they have to explain like why it's okay for it's her to say to that. Case, it's relevant yeah. to the case. And then she's like, so do you believe men and women have equal rights? And he's like, I should think not. <laughs> Like, just blatantly so sexy. Which is really interesting because that means, like, I like we, I think we take for granted that that's not okay. You're right. But it's so In funny. In 1949, there's people who were like, of course not. Yeah, of course the woman is lesser than because, me. Because, like, not that long before, women couldn't sign their own mortgages or, like, no. open their own bank accounts, which is bizarre. It is bizarre. And, and if, you, if you think about it, I mean, so many of that stuff, see, like... 80 years ago, mm-hmm. 1940, it, 80 is not, like, you could have a grandpa who's 85, was five years old when women couldn't sign their own bank account, sign on to their yeah. own bank account. I mean, yeah, my grandma Ugh. was born in 1929. Yeah, but, oh, you got a nice... <laughs> I have an old grandma. Yeah, I didn't know how to say that. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so here, here we go. All right. Catherine Hepburn stars as Amanda Bonner. Spencer Tracy stars as Adam Bonner. And then Judy Holliday is Doris Attinger. Doris Attinger. Which, honestly, she was great. Yeah. I liked her a lot. Yeah. How would she, what was, her accent was weird. Uh, it was high pitched and like kind of whiny and a little like, it was a little New York. Yeah. She like, was, so I saw my husband and I was scared and I, and I was pulled out my pistol. <laughs> and I didn't want to shoot I, him. I no. fired. I fired my pistol. Over oh, and over. I was hungry. I was hungry. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was my other thing. So I was saying, along with Infant's Head Gear, there's a few other just like throwaway lines that are so funny. Yes. Um, early on, Amanda's getting the like deposition or whatever and interviewing her client just to like get the facts of the case. Yes. And so Doris Atten just being very like detailed about yeah. her thing. And she's like, and then I got a couple candy bars and I ate them. And then I went to the like diner and I got a couple hamburgers. Yeah. And then she looks at the lady taking notes because earlier they had caught her on not being specific enough. And so she pauses and she turns and she goes, and one lemon meringue pie. <laughs> Did you get that? And then the stenographer is like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> It's not important at all. But, but they like, want her I want to, be... you to know I ate an entire pie. <laughs> but I think it's so funny because she doesn't get that they need her to be specific on like times and yes. locations and people. And like where she bought exactly. the Exactly. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I had an almond chocolate bar outside of his office and I waited there. And, <laughs> and then I was hungry again. Yeah. So I went back to the They guy. were like, "What? Well, how did you feel after you shot him? And she was like, I was hungry. <laughs> and then the scene cuts and it's the, the end of the scene. Okay. Oh, yes. Big drum roll. Bad at drum rolls. Kip. It was Kip. It was Kip. <laughs> we did it. We did it. And then the, the asshole's name is Warren. Like the whole, oh, the husband. The husband. Oh, mercy. They. He is not. He was well Multi-dimensional cast. at all. No, but he had a face like he could play the Joker. Like his his the way his his mouth ended like near his ears. It was creepy. Weasley little. Yeah, thought. it looked like he could open up, and he yeah. was like descendant of yeah. an alligator. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's bad news, and he was supposed to be, so. Totally. Well done. Yeah, and they were like, do you love your wife? And he's like, no. <laughs> like, when did you stop loving her? Uh, three Four years ago. <laughs> Why did you stop loving her? She got too fat. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to Doris in the stands, like, what the heck, man? <laughs> exactly. Doris is not fat. No. This is not a visual medium, so we can't give yes. you a picture. She's not fat at all, and I loved her. And even re- if she was, yes. for some reason. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, boldface does totally. not care. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad they gave her a reaction shot. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's just, it's it's so not PC, and it's so yeah. not, like, thinking about what other people will think of this yeah. in, like, 70 years. But it's so funny that yes. that that the men don't even think, they don't even think to make up a lie. Like, oh, yeah, she just wasn't giving me enough attention or whatever yeah. he's so unimaginative that he's just like yeah she's, she's too fat <laughs> and then they were like did you try talking to her about it and he was like yeah and then she got fatter <laughs> it's like this is not okay so but i mean like at least the yeah. movie isn't at all making that okay like no it's supposed to be you're right the villain, you're right sure. it, it wasn't that wasn't the joke right it was like the joke was how dumb he is exactly yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so <laughs> oh so it's it's got it's definitely has a sense of humor but like in some weird ways oh yeah, yeah but that's i just uh i heard somebody talking about like brad bird's animation this mm-hmm. guy who did like iron giant incredibles oh, yes. ratatouille Aww. um yeah so like fantastic director and he was like you know why his animation is so good is because he looks at real life and then adds those weird little mm-hmm. quirks uh, to his characters so like while i'm talking to you i might like rub my temple a little bit mm-hmm. you know and he adds that to his characters when that attention to detail and it could be like really weird and and really specific mm. like somebody's reaction shot like in incredibles 2 when uh violet <laughs> sees tony in the restaurant <laughs> as her waiter and like a bunch of water comes like rocketing out of her nose and her eyes going like different sizes and stuff you know it's weird but it's so awesome because it's weird yeah you know it's not stock yes weird exactly yes because there's some bad old movies just because it's old don't mean it good just because it's new don't mean it good (laughs) yeah but i think this one yeah is a good time this one's definitely worth a a watch yes yes for sure yeah my other favorite line was uh it was just like a back and forth with kip and adam when mm-hmm. kip just like walks into their apartment yeah um <laughs> adam's like how are you <laughs> and kip goes you just ask that because you can't think of anything else to say <laughs> and i was like oh it's true <laughs> i liked it when kip came in he was like hello and they're like they're like setting out leftovers on the table yeah and he's like how you got how are you doing amanda he like doesn't even you know acknowledge Adam really and then he's like I wrote a new song I'll go play it listen well Amanda and he says to Adam he's like you don't have to listen <laughs> he's so blatant like they know what's happening yes. Kip yes. knows that and Kip knows that Adam knows exactly I, I think I'm I'm ultimately glad he's in the movie even sure. though he's so gosh dang annoying right. Right. Um, but he's a good foil exactly for, exactly. for, for Adam exactly. yeah yeah but yeah, I, I thought that acting was, I don't even want to say for an old movie, but like, it was just good acting. Yeah. It was good acting. Yeah. Catherine Felt, Hepburn is a yeah. baller. Yeah. Even like the, the like strong lady, she seemed yeah. <laughs> like normal, like very yeah. realistic. Yes. I don't know, yeah. Even, even the, 
like hyper caricatured characters. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, just like self aware uh-huh. and not not trying to like check all the boxes of a trope. I feel like sometimes with older movies because they just like cranked him out. Yeah, I was like, all right, and then you are you know role X that always does this. <laughs> yeah, it's the same, and we just cut and paste. Uh huh. I think some of the most uh, interesting stuff comes from breaking the rhythm. Yeah, and you could you could say that like it's like your, uh, you know, English teacher in high school, and they're like, yeah, this is in. Uh, Shakespearean Shakespeare uses Shakespeare uses iambic pentameter, but then right here this is a triad, and <laughs> so you have to look and listen and 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 like it's breaking the pattern, yes. which is interesting. Yes. So I've heard people talk about like how um, Humphrey Bogart was this like horrible uh, he he played horrible characters uh, for, for mm-hmm. a long long time. Yeah. So then when he was in uh, Casablanca. Casablanca, I was going to say, famous movie he's also in. Also Maltese Falcon, which maybe would have been first. Yeah. If I know that, that's because of you, Mr. Pegg. <laughs> Mr. Pegg. <laughs> Follow him on Instagram. Jim Pegg, right? Jeremy. Jeremy, dang it. With two People call him Jim. No. <laughs> kidding. But yeah, when he played like a kind of a good character, oh, then yeah. people perked up. They're like, oh, I've been saying that about Tom Hanks for years. He should yeah. play a villain because everyone would trust him right away. Except yeah. I think he did do that in like the Red Circle or something. I didn't see it. Oh, nobody saw that Emma Watson yeah. like I think technology bad movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I, he, I think it would be great. Because yeah. you see Tom Hanks on the screen, at least I do, yeah. and you just trust him. Totally. You're like, he's, he's good. He's yeah. a good guy. Has Matt Damon done that? So I feel like Matt Damon's usually like, I'm a good guy. Yeah. I mean, Matt Damon went from like, I'm a guy from Boston, you know, I packed the guy over there. And and then like in Goodwill Hunting, and then he was like, I'm Jason Bourne. <laughs> Except Ew. he doesn't talk very much. Yeah. I'm a guy who wears a ratty old sweater, but kicks everybody's butt Don't super hard. Yeah, it's my name. a bunch of passports. It's my name, Mark Webber, Jason Bourne. Let's just just five minutes of us. Now we're going to talk about the Bourne Ultimate. Exactly. Wait, that would be so fun. Get some sleep, Angela. You look tired. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The music at the end. Oh, that music is so fun, though. So good. And then then he falls in the water. Yes. And he's like, Is he dead? Is he dead? Okay, every Jason Bourne movie. Uh, I forgot something. Not like I forgot my keys. I forgot part of my life. Is my dad? Tell me, tell me who alive? I am. Exactly. Tell me who I am. Oh, hey, I am person who used to work for government and bad, and I'm lady. I like you now, and I tell you the truth. And we're you can in trust love. Me, Jason. You can trust me. You can trust me, Jason. Jason. Jason, you can trust me. Jason. Your name's Mark. It's like I hate that name. <laughs> Just kidding. It's Tyler. <laughs> it's Tyler. It's whatever you want to be, Jason. Jason. You can start over. Jason. Jason. Let's go to Romania. While we're driving. I get shot. <laughs> he kisses me underwater. This is Wait, this is her ghost. But talking. we haven't dyed our hair yet. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> First we dye our hair. Then I get shot in the car. It's like what? Yeah, don't worry about it, Tyler. <laughs> He's like, oh okay. I don't actually know anything. Uh, what if? <laughs> but I'm in a field and someone is trying to kill me. I'm so tired of people trying to kill me. Yes, I'm running out of guns. So I got to use a pen. In a chair, in a baseball bat. Oh, that's a real weapon. I can't use that one. <laughs> but I have an apartment in Paris. Exactly. <laughs> Picture frame, weapon. <laughs> Eyelash, weapon. Wait. Box tops for America, weapon. <laughs> How I know it's the end of the movie? Beer. <laughs> 
I love how the, when the first time they used that ending, they couldn't not use that ending. Oh, it's like, powerful. They have to. Even with the fifth one that nobody remembers called Jason Bourne. Do you remember that oh, even came out? Yes. That one was like, Facebook is bad. It was all technology. Did you know that Facebook good. bad? Yeah. Wow, how progressive. And then he's like, Dad? Didn't love that one. Dad? And then Dad's like, hey. And then he's like, I love you. But then he's in a car crash or something like that. Oh, I didn't remember that. And Carl Urban is in the second one, Born Supremacy. It's weird is how those movies kind of like mesh together. Oh, mesh together. Uh, yeah, he's one of the assassins. And they have that cool car chase. Oh, uh, or is that every single movie? <laughs> they do have a car chase in every single movie. But it's usually good. They're good films. Some people say Born uh, Identity is the best one. First one? But I say, yeah, that's the thing. You you can't tell. Identity, Supremacy, Ultimatum? Um, Born, Born Linguini is the best <laughs> one. <laughs> that one's the webisode. <laughs> they put out in 2012 he's just like he's trying to start over with the cooking show <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> but then they find him out blackthorn or whatever it's called blackthorn and then it's briarberry <laughs> this is my cooking show briarberry uh and then he's a flashback of exactly. briarberry on like a concrete building and he's exactly. like oh, yeah, exactly and then people can't see the flashback because they're just watching they just his see him show. like flinching on stage they see his hand like flinching in the saw and then he's holding a knife they're all like <laughs> <It's> like, <"Ooh." laughs> like it's gonna cut the meat or cut us up and then and he shows like if you're trying to cut up a turkey but you don't have a knife here's 14 other things you can use. <laughs> yes exactly a he like card. takes off his shoe yeah, yeah. A Belgian passport? No problem. <laughs> yes. He's got like a big suitcase and he opens it up, unzips it, clunk, and just 18 different passports fall out. And he's like, look at all my knives. He winks to the audience. And, <laughs> and they're then all his, like, pro- ah. his producer passes out a bunch of NDAs to everybody in the audience. <laughs> he's like, that's not an ice cream scoop. That's a scooter. <laughs> I'm Jason Moore. <laughs> just Mark, Mark Jason Webb. Moore. I'm Tyler, Tyler Perry. So, yeah. So that's, if you like Jason, uh, Jason Bourne. Bourne, you might like Adam's friend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. Oh, Christina. thanks for having me. This, <sighs> uh, next time, uh, we'll we'll do a, a different movie or an yeah. album. Yeah. So get cool. ready for that, guys. All right. Uh, we're on Wayframe Pod uh, on Instagram, and we're we're on Spotify and an Apple Podcasts. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate that I made that joke. Everybody <laughs> makes that joke. Well, the fact that you said you hated that you made that joke is a joke in and of itself. Right, and making... not many people say, I hate that I made that joke specifically to the like and subscribe joke. Okay. So now you're different. I'm a trailblazer. Nice job. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Do you want to do an album or a movie next time? Um, I'm going to say album because otherwise I won't later on and i think it would be good for me to try and do an album i love i love 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 so listening to you. music but i never know how to articulate why you can just go mm, good okay dead um you can just be like when i when i listen i smile <laughs> <laughs> if i'm having a bad day and then i listen to this track my day's pretty good now mm. I get a warm face when i listen to this song <laughs> okay next song this, this one word. makes me think of pancakes <laughs> Sometimes when I can't make pancakes, I listen to this song instead. And I get a little bit of the feeling. Oh, this is my out of pancake mix song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay, so look forward to that. My point is, it'll be interesting no matter what. Thank you so much for listening. Anything you want to say to our millions of listeners? Hi! There we go, and that's the end.